0: Well, hey, hey, and welcome back. I'm Eddie, if you haven't listened to any of my podcasts before. Um, yeah, and this is Chat With Me. And yes, I know nobody can actually literally chat with me right now, but there's other ways of doing it with technology. Uh, so, But for right now, you know, find me on social media. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok, you know. I even created a little YouTube channel. Now, Granted, right now it's just the podcast with some visuals, you know. Um, maybe I'll do more stuff on that one, I don't know, you know. Uh, I haven't figured that one out yet, but for those who like the visuals and would rather listen and see some visual stuff, go for it. Switch on over there, go follow it, if you want. If you don't, that's fine. Um, <laughs> so, while I was, I was wrapping up and, and doing the, the other little, little series on um showing grace had a friend of mine reach out to me on uh on facebook and uh they had asked me to talk about toxic traits i was like really i was like am i that toxic of a person (laughs) they're like no 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 just you know just just some stuff on, on like toxic traits, you know, help people identify them i'm I'm sitting there going man I, I that means I have to do work <laughs> that means I got to go research a little bit more, yes, of course, I can go back through you know my life, my interactions, see where I was quote unquote toxic see where other people were quote unquote toxic to me, things like that, but again in the the little the little little idea of you know just trying to become better and better every day i was like yeah why not why not go research what some toxic traits are for me it was very interesting i was able to go through just a few i mean it's not like i, I sat there and looked up some like toxic trait wheel uh, but you know i, I kind of made a list of about 30 toxic traits to be aware, be aware of in yourself and others and like i said it was it was kind of cool uh, for me, because going through and and looking at the stuff, I was I was like, "Wow, Eddie, you know, are are you doing these things? You know, and if you are, stop it, <laughs> stop it, stop it, stop it." Um, you know, also it it caused me to reflect a lot. Okay, well, did did I do these things in the past? How did that impact other people's lives? Things like that, so that I could start working on being better myself. Again, that's kind of like my whole thing in life now. Uh, My life to some was a cakewalk, to others was a shit uh, shit show. And to me, it was just like, oh God, what the fuck? Why is this happening to me? Why did I do that? How could I possibly have allowed somebody to do this to me? You know, I'm not saying it was a pity party, um, you know, but my life is my life. The things happened in it. I did the things. I made the choices. Other people made choices. They did things to me and it is what it is and I'm not going to sit there in that pig pen in the slop boo-hooing and crying. Yes, I still have my moments, but I'm having fewer. And it's because I feel I keep going, I keep reflecting, I keep trying to work on things and bettering myself, which keeps taking me further and further and further away from said pig pen. I'm trying to be nice with that, you know, the pig pen, the mess, the the chaos, the destruction everything that i caused everything that other people caused in my life everything that i allowed to be caused in my life the areas where i allowed destruction um the things where i just sat back and was like i can't i I can't do anything about this boom chaos drama um things like that so but it was neat because i started going through and and jotting things down and and looking at those things within me and you know, within other people, and I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I can talk about some of this stuff, and maybe it'll help enlighten some people, some of y'all may already know all this stuff, and be like, ah, okay, this guy could talk more on that, or, oh, this guy, this guy really needs to do some more studying, he's, he's, uh, he's way off point with that, regardless, this is just what, my personal opinion, this is just my, my thoughts and things like that, you know, um, so... Let's, let's move forward. This one, this one may be a long one and, you know, I apologize. I don't know if I might, might, maybe I'll break this up into other, you know, episodes. I'm, I'm not sure yet, but let's, let's just start rolling with it. Okay. So, you know, obviously, you know, toxic has become such a, a buzzword out there everybody's toxic. Uh, he, you know, she looked at me wrong. She's toxic. Oh, she she was hurt by a man and has this bad view of men. She's toxic. Oh, you know, I mean, I've, I've even seen people say that men are toxic for simple, kind gestures like opening the door for a woman. Now, I want to touch base on that really quick before I move forward. Okay, if I offend somebody by opening the door for them, I apologize. That was not my intent. I just feel as though, if I'm with a lady, there are just some core things I need to be doing. Open the door for her. Even if I'm not with you, if I see a lady approaching a door, I'm gonna just, just try to be kind and open the door. If you feel as though that is toxic, my apologies, that was not my intent. Now, if I'm out and about with a lady, like a special someone, <laughs> which, anyway, um, I'm gonna open the car door. I'm gonna open the building door. I'm gonna walk on the outside of the curb. Those are just some, some values that I keep alive and I'm training into my boys to do. It's just a kind gesture. And there's reasons behind it, which I could probably talk about on another podcast, if anybody would be interested in that. Any mahoo, let's move forward. But toxic, capable of causing serious harm to a person's health and well-being. I am not 100% sure. That opening a door for a lady. Whether it's a random lady or a lady I'm, I'm taking out on a date. Not that I've been on one of those in a long time. Or if I'm opening the car door. Or if I'm walking on the outside of the curb. I'm not sure if that's causing serious harm to a person's health or well-being. It's just me being kind. So, moving forward with this. Um... You know, obviously, you know, again, toxic, buzzword. It's great. Everybody's toxic. Okay. You know, and hey, there might be some validity in that. We all have, have toxic traits, small toxic traits, and some have huge toxic traits, you know. But, you know, there, there are certain behaviors that do nothing but drag you down, hold you back, and cause you to suffer. Whether they're things you're doing yourself or other people, you know, or another major, major person in your life, you know, a parent, a a girlfriend, a boyfriend, a husband, a wife, a fiance, Um, you know, know, if if I dare, and this is not directed towards anybody, but exes. And remember, I'm an ex too. I'm an ex-husband. So when I say stuff about exes, I really gotta look at that and be like, yeah, you know what, I'm 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 an ex too. <laughs> so, you know, twice. I'm not gonna count the ex girlfriends in high school, nothing against them, but that that doesn't really count as an ex. Or does it? I don't know. You know, but again, you know, the the the, the behavior that that causes that harm can rightfully be, you know called or classified as toxic because of the negative impact or effect on your life whether it's your mental health your emotional health your your physical well-being you know um it it it, it's it's just going to you know like i said it's going to have that negative impact or effect you know um again you know, one one of the things that 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 these toxic traits have is is the ability or quote unquote power to suck the joy and happiness from within you you know your life and it's, it's going to get replaced with, you know, stress, anger, sadness, other, other negative feelings, you know. So one of the things that I, I feel that I needed to do when I was looking this stuff up was try to, you know, free myself from those things. You know, the things that I was doing that, that, that could be viewed as or definitively were or are toxic, you know. And I'm trying to have that, that shift, you know, in the way that I view um, and interact with, with the people around me so a uh, little little insight as to kind of what i what i was doing while i was looking this stuff up you know so you know years ago my my daughter told me it was after my uh my second divorce you know, i was i was down and out and things weren't going good things were going horrible <laughs> but you know i mean you know most of divor- divorces typically aren't like all you know rainbows butterflies and you know yeah um Unicorns weren't dancing around in my life after after either one of my divorces, but after my second one, uh, you know, I, I went I went from a large five bedroom house to a three bedroom apartment. You know, so I had all this furniture and stuff, and so my apartment was just cluttered. It looked like a a, a thrift store. You know, it looked like a a, a garage sale was happening in it. <laughs> so constantly, it was just a lot of clutter. And my 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 daughter came over and she's like, ah, you know, it's cluttered. You know, she said a lot more stuff, but I'm trying to trying to paraphrase this, keep it a little quicker. But through talking, I was like, "Yeah, I got to get rid of this. I got to get rid of that." You know, I'm like, "Sell this. This is broken. Throw it away." Not that I was hoarding; it was just a lot of chaos going on, and just finding the time and the energy to do this stuff. And basically, throughout this whole conversation, she was like, "You know, Dad, you you really need to, um, you know, declutter." And she goes, not just the apartment, she goes, but your emotions, your mind, she goes, everything. She goes, you need to declutter your life. Granted, she was, uh, let's see here, um, 16, 17 years old when when she said this to me. And I was like, golly, this this kid's got some good insight. And the conversation was longer and there was a lot more said, but basically the to sum it up, she was right. I needed to declutter my apartment. I needed to get rid of a lot of stuff. I needed to declutter my mind. I needed to declutter the toxicity that was happening to me, as well as that I was putting out there in the world. You know, so I, I did what I could. Then I really didn't look into it. I just started trying to find more peace. You know, change. You know, get rid of a bunch of stuff. Open. You know, more space up. Things like that. You know, but with this, when I was asked about, you know, hey, you know, talk about toxic traits, I was like, all right. So I I, I start looking into it. And you know, made my little list of uh, about thirty. I may or may not cover them all. I that I, I might be beating a dead horse. I I am not sure yet, but we're we're gonna keep rolling. But one of the biggest things was manipulation of others. Okay, obviously we all know manipulation. That that is that is a very negative thing. You know, um, whether you're being manipulated or manipulating others. 'Cause I can tell you this, being manipulated is not an enjoyable thing to have done to you, you know, especially not when it's taken to extremes. Uh, literally can destroy someone's self-worth, self-value. It it can it can bring on anxiety and depression and it, it's just this 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 tumbling the uh, destruction. Like a a building collapsing, you know, um, to manipulate others or to be manipulated, you know, can destroy you in a lot of different ways, you know. So just depending on which perspective, you know, you're, you're looking at it, you know, it may seem like you can get more of what you want by exploiting others, you know, so you start manipulating. And so it looks like it's a positive from your end, you know? I mean, heck, you go out there, you start manipulating people on social media, they start sending you money. Wow, you're blowing up. But what happens when that, that, those people start realizing they were manipulated? They start to turn on you, you know, because they now feel, uh, you know, a, a certain way, you know? Um, because they, 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 they feel like they're being deceived, you know? And whatnot, and they're going to turn on you. And with social media, whoo, people will turn fast on you, you know. But the thing is, is manipulating others is—it's never going to provide you that, um, that fulfillment. It's always going to be like a short-term thing, you know. In that moment, oh, I manipulated my parents, so I got the the Xbox or I got the PlayStation four thousand, you know. Um, I manipulated my girlfriend, so. We had happy time. <laughs> you know. Um and, and and I laugh more about my comment than the situation. I mean that right there, that's that's a whole other set of legal issues, you know. Um, you know, I manipulated my husband so that I could get this, or my boyfriend or my fiance, whatever the case might be. You you're getting what you want right then and there potentially, but that's not like an everlasting thing that's gonna give you that that inner fulfillment that, that we all desire. Um, you know, because in my opinion, you know, the, 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 what you got, the prize, the reward, the, the, yay, yeah, I got this. It's kind of tainted because inside you're going to be dealing with some grief, whether it's your own personal grief, or you're going to watch that person that you manipulated dealing with grief and misery. And you got to remember you inflicted that on them, you know, those were your actions, You know, and yeah, there's there's you know people might say, oh, salespeople manipulate, Eh, influencers manipulate. Okay, you know there there are a lot of fine lines and blurry lines. I'm talking right here about straight up manipulation. I am going to do and say these things to this person or these these people, just so that I can gain from that. You know, um. So I had to look back. How many how many times have I manipulated? You know, and I mean, definitely as a kid. Definitely as a kid, tried manipulating my parents, you know. Um, and, and and after my first divorce, I got to admit, there were, there were some times where, you know, I, I probably to quote unquote get my ex-wife off my back, manipulated a situation to try and get myself a reprieve, a little bit of time, a little bit of space, you know, from, from the ever-pressing questions. Ex-wife number one and I, we, we were young. Gur, obviously, we had some issues, um, outside influences impacting those issues, and we, we both would go <clears throat> we would both go at each other's throats here and there. Um, you know, but overall, the great thing was was we, we never I can't say we never we, we did our best to see when the children were manipulating our you know us or each other. Um, As in like, you know, I'd have to see all I think the kids are manipulating. We would at least communicate. Hey, the kids are saying this. The kids are saying that blah, 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 blah. And so we were able to curb some of that, you know, and her and I, again, we may not get along now, but in times of need, we're both there for each other. We would rather not be, but you know, if it's a dire need that has to do with the kids, yeah, we're we're gonna put all of our differences aside. We're gonna talk. We're gonna communicate. It may not you know may not be the most polite, but we're not gonna sit there and try to manipulate the other one into anything to where we can get a personal gain out of it. You know, so we we've we've realized that 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 that's just not healthy for us, let alone. Our children and our two kids are grown now, but we're still not going to do that to each other, you know, and I definitely, definitely appreciate that. Again, we're not best friends, but we're we're not, we're not going to do something that could impact the kids negatively, you know. Um, but a, a, another, another area, lying. Whoo, man, when I, when I looked back at that, I was like, God, as a kid, I lied all the dang time. <laughs> I constantly lied. I was, I was, I was not a good kid, um, you know. But like in, in all relationships, you know, all types of relationships to some degree, you know, are, are, are built on, you know, trust, trust between each other, you know, which is, which is why lies are capable of like so much destruction, heartache and pain. You know, you start lying, then you got to lie more to cover up the lie. And then, you, then, then the problem is you're lying so much that you forget what the truth is. You know, and yeah, of course. You know, break up. You're gonna say she lied. He's gonna say she. You know, she's gonna say he lied. It's it's gonna be this back and forth thing, but you know, it's it's difficult, okay? Because when it when it comes to breakups and stuff, there's always three sides. Well, it comes to anything. There's three sides to every story. Their version, your version, and the truth. You know, and yeah, I don't like to say her truth, his truth, and the truth. The truth is the truth is the truth. And lying is altering things to persuade someone to think differently. You know, it's, it's, it's distracting from the truth. So, you know, while in a breakup, she's going to tell her version of the story. That's, that's her interpretation of it. And you're going to tell your version and that's your interpretation of it. In the middle is the, the, the full truth. And when you can self-reflect and you can look back and you can say, oh, crap. Okay, that's, that's not really what happened. And like I talk about that in my one book, um, FML. I had a conversation, like a deep, deep, awesome conversation with my first ex. I cannot fully remember what she said verbatim. What I do recall is what I heard. And what my brain was telling me she meant by what, was, what I thought I was hearing. And to be honest, it wasn't even close to what she was actually saying. She was building me up. She was trying to lift me up. You know, She was doing it in an aggressive way. Her tone wasn't, all, oh, Eddie, you're amazing. Well, no, duh. You're, you know, my, my ex-wife's not going to tell me I'm amazing. Um, but she was pointing out areas in, in, in the past where I'd done great things. And, and I do remember, to paraphrase, pick yourself up, dust yourself off, get your button gear, do it for your kids be better. What I was gathering from all the other words she had said in that moment, because I was highly emotional and not paying attention, um, <laughs> which is probably one of the reasons, well, one of the many reasons, her and I aren't together anymore. Um, but I was younger, I was dumber, I was uh, blah blah blah. But what I heard was a totally different negative narrative that I sucked and I was horrible. You know. So anyway, I'm going, I'm going off on a tangent. But I was, I was lying to myself for a while about what she had said, you know and then through self-reflection and, and, you know, some meditation and things like that, it started to be like, wait no, no, because look at, look at the actions you know, th- this, th- something else was different, it, it, what, that's not what she was saying and so I tried and tried and tried and it was weird the way our brain works because I heard this motivational speech and like in that moment I was like oh my god that's what she was saying to me three years ago not those exact words, but that was the message she was conveying to me, you know. And so, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, we were married and and, and we're divorced. There's still a relationship there because we have kids and those children will – hopefully, I want to be a grandpa. Hopefully, they'll produce children. They're going to get married, things like that, you know. So, you know, again, um, you know, honesty is not always easy, especially not being honest with yourself. But it is generally – the best option for a long-term healthy, happy relationship, even if it was with an ex, you know, if you have to have that connection. And now there's all these relationship gurus, all silent treatment, oh, uh, no contact, yada, yada, yada. That's not what I'm talking about. You know, I'm I'm talking about lying and I'm just using myself as some examples there in, in some very tough situations, you know. And even if the truth is going to hurt you it is so much better than living a lie or having to, you know, um continuously lie after lie after lie after lie, you know? So that's why I like self-reflection I utilized my first X in that because I literally was lying to myself about what she said. She wasn't trying to help me, she she was trying to beat me down. No, she was trying to lift me up. And three years later I can sit here and say, Man, I, I really appreciate that she did that for me, you know? Seriously. You know, so that was that was a toxic trait. As a kid I lied. Uh, as an adult, I lied to myself, you know? And and lying to yourself is a huge issue. It is, in my opinion, a little worse. But we'll just say it's equal to lying to other people. I feel as though it's 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 worse, you know. Cause in lying to yourself, in lying to other people, you're never gonna find any type of peace. Short term, possibly, but it's it's not lasting peace, which is what I think most of us really want to do. So even lying to yourself about who you really are isn't good. You know that's why like when I work with clients and I tell them you know we're going to set goals, I want them to be realistic. You know don't lie to yourself and tell you tell yourself you can do something tomorrow when you know you're not going to do it or you can't do it. You know when 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 doing um you know, uh, uh, daily affirmations, you know? Okay, your goal is to to make six digits a year, you know? Don't lie to yourself and say, I'm a six-figure income earner. No, no, let's be realistic. Daily affirmation, I am capable of doing the work to eventually get to that. That's realistic, you know? That right there is a realistic affirmation. You are capable of that. And through hard work and determination and through setting you, you'll get that better job by sending out the resumes to the companies that have the job, you know, so, so find a way to start telling yourself the truth. And that doesn't mean beat yourself up if you realize, oh man, I've been lying. So your daily affirmation shouldn't be, I'm a liar. Oh, I'm such a horrible person. I'm toxic. No, no, put the positive spin on that in your daily affirmation. I have lied for long enough. I am going to stop. I will work on this. When I catch myself lying, I will turn around and tell myself the truth. Things like that. And this isn't. This is not a a how to do daily affirmations uh, podcast. It's 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 just talking about some some toxic traits, and I'm going to sprinkle in life stories uh, and examples and ideas. And hopefully, hopefully some of it resonates, you know. Another toxic trait is cruelty. Cruelty, you know. And this one, you know, I guess you could say it's, it's all too easy to exhibit cruel and spiteful behavior, you know, when you're feeling insecure and you're under pressure. You feel like you're being attacked, you know. Somebody's out there spreading rumors about you. Ooh, it's real easy to be like... Boom! Let me flip that switch. I got you, boo. I'm coming back at you. You know, little slip-ups. You know, and, and and all of this are are totally understandable. But when you start relying on revenge or 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 or, or um, uh, being mean to other people in order to give yourself that boost, you know, when when you when when you've got to sit there and lie to people all over the place about somebody else and your situation just to gain that lift that that's 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 a problem that needs fixed you know not only can it be detrimental to their life, let's just talk about like defamation of character. You know, defamation of character isn't just saying mean things about somebody. Defamation of character is lying about somebody to a point where other people's opinions of that person start to change to a negative. And there's a whole other big slew of legal terms. I'm not a, lo- I'm, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not an attorney. I don't know the law. But with what I've been through in life, I, I looked some stuff up about it. So you're out there. You know, you're spreading rumors about your mom or your dad or your brother or your ex. You know, whether it was ex you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, husband or wife, and people's opinions start changing. You're getting that boost. You're going, oh yeah, yeah, I'm 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 getting lifted up. Ooh, I, I gained another follower. Ooh, I got another donation. Ooh, another customer came in and bought my shirt. You know. um, you know, or, ooh, he just lost another friend. She lost another friend. Ooh, I, I caused them to start losing followers. That's cruel. Not cool, but cruel. Cruelty. That, that is a very malicious thing to do to somebody, you know? And so not only is it detrimental to their life, but you've got to live with the fact that you caused that destruction. And it's going to be detrimental to your life. You can even lie about yourself so much and be cruel to yourself that you start destroying your own life, not just with your happiness, but your own you know, job and, and things like that, you know? So it's, it's a highly unattractive thing, you know? And it can leave you isolated because other people are going to distance yourself or themselves from you if you're doing this to yourself. If they find that you're doing this to other people, they're probably going to distance themselves from you as well because they don't want to be around that type of behavior. And, I mean, in all honesty, if, if you're out there doing this to other people, what's stopping you from doing it to them eventually? So they're not going to want to be around it. So you're isolated. Now you're losing friends. You might pick up some new ones over here. Let's just say, you know, it's on social media. You lose these followers. You gain some more. But the problem is it's this ever, ever revolving cycle. I gain more. They found out the truth and they're they're falling off. Or maybe not even that they found out the truth. They just feel that what you're doing is is just cruel and unusual. And they know there's a lie. They don't know the truth, but they, they start to fall away. From you, you know. So, you know, and and to be honest, most of the negative things this this stands true. You know, most of these these toxic traits that the this this stands true. Um, but cruelty is far less effective than more positive acts in making yourself feel better. If you have to be cruel to make yourself feel better, you really need to do a lot of self reflection and it is hard it is a lot of work just like anything that we do to better ourselves in life it is very difficult it is hard work but it is so worth it to to you know be more effective in life by m- implementing more positive acts to make yourself feel better so you know <sighs> It's just my opinion on, on three of those topics, you know, ma- manipulation of others, lying, and, and, and cruelty. I definitely love that old, old saying of you attract more bees with honey than with vinegar, you know? And so if you're trying to better yourself, if you're trying to get out of a, a toxic relationship, if you're trying to get away from negativity and drama and all that stuff, find positive ways to do it. Otherwise, you're, 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 you're just becoming what you're trying to get away from. And it's easy to do that because that's what we're used to. You know, some of us are used to that, you know? So, and it also goes with, you know, take the high road. Somebody's out there spreading rumors about you. Yeah, of course, you probably have all the evidence in the world. You've got all the proof, all the witnesses. You can go to the world and be like, look at all this. That person's a liar. Yeah, you're standing up for yourself. And, and, and that's a whole other topic, you know, about bullies and, 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 and uh, you know, standing up for yourself, standing up for people who were bullied, and when when does the bully become the bullied? You know, uh, I've got total views on that, but that that's that's later. Right now, it's just let's focus on: Are we being toxic to ourselves? Are we being toxic to other people? Um, you know, are are some of these traits you're seeing in someone who's involved in your life? You know, uh, do you need to talk to them? Do do you need to see if you can help them change that? Do they want to change their behavior, or is it better to just be like, you know, hey, this is this is toxic. It's too much. I'm disassociating. You know. So, and Hey, it might be like, Hey, everybody in my circle is amazing and phenomenal. And you know, the little bit of toxic toxicity, I can handle this. Great. Great. You know, that, that is actually phenomenal because there are some people in my life that are a little toxic, but it's really not as bad as other people. So, you know, I just sit there and not that I put up with it, but I work with them when they are toxic. I've set boundaries and, and I will communicate, Hey, you know, not in these little words, but yeah, that was that was that was a little toxic. Or hey, you know, that, that this is how that impacted me, and I'm not sure if that's how you meant it, you know. So there's there's ways of of toxicity being in your life and and people in your life being a little toxic that you can you can not necessarily like, ooh, shut it down but you know, you can you can work with those people and hopefully refine that to where you can understand where they were coming from and you guys can work on that in your relationship. But I digress. So, um, you know, another toxic trait, selfishness. Selfishness, holy cow. I could, I could probably go for five hours talking about areas where I was selfish, you know. Um, but I think we also get a lot of, a lot of times when, when somebody's practicing self-love and self-care and taking their me time, some... People And typically the toxic people in the relationship get offended by it. And they're like, oh, you're so selfish. I can't believe you want to go get your nails done. I can't believe you're going to the gym. Well, if, if it's scheduled and, and you know it's, it's not taking up their entire life and now they're avoiding you for all this stuff, yeah, that, that goes into different issues. But a lot of things get misinterpreted as selfish when it comes to someone taking care of themselves. So a little bit of selfishness, I think, is okay when it comes to taking care of yourself. Now, if you're always leaving the the spouse to go hang with the boys or the ladies and getting drunk and, and doing all this stuff, that's a little different. But I think most people can actually determine that on their own. That probably goes without saying, you know. So... And, and I'm also okay. So, like with selfishness, I'm not saying you should become a people pleaser, because it, it, it it's it's equally as detrimental to your to your whew, huh, Let me restart that. It is equally as detrimental to your mental health and welfare to act in a selfish and egocentric way. And that kind. Of, I mean, that's that's really self explanatory, you know. Um, if, 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 if you're, you're constantly trying to please everybody, it's, it's going to be tiring. It's going to drain you. I have done that for years and, and I looked like death. I could go to the gym. I could work out. I could lift weights. I could do my jujitsu. I could roll for hours, but mentally, mentally I was breaking down. And a lot of things, I started to lash out with a lot of toxic behaviors. You know, so this little journey, I, I that, you know, it's helped me realize that. Ooh, I was, uh, I would, I would say, you know, I, I was, I had a short fuse. I would get irritated really fast. And yeah, psychologically, again, I'm no psychologist, but there's, there's reasons for that, and it's defense mechanisms. But it still, still hit me as those were toxic behaviors of mine. You know, so you know being selfish again it's just something that that is just going to drive people away from your relationship with them whether it's a romantic or it's a, just a friendship or family you know even people who have cared for you deeply are going to you know push push you away or they're going to leave you know at times you know so but 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 focusing Focusing in on on you know one's own interest like too much because it's all about balance. It, it's going to destroy trust. It's going to destroy respect, and it's going to lead to like fake relationships with other people. You know, and there's a lot that I could talk about. Probably about selfishness. This is like tip of the iceberg type stuff because, like I said, taking the time to go to the gym to make sure that you are healthy. Is not a bad thing, ladies. Going and getting your hair done or your nails done, and the mani pedis, you know, that's not necessarily a selfish act. I guess with that, you know, with with a lot of things, it's it's the communication between you and your loved one or loved ones. You know, um, so selfishness it's 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 a very broad thing. I, I could probably talk a lot longer on that one, but you know, it, it's. A lot of these things, I think, have to do with communication. And again, it, it's getting your getting your hair and nails done. I'm just using that. Okay, you want to? I'm sorry, ladies. I'm going to get off of y'all. Uh, the boys going and hanging out with the boys every so often, and communicating it, and making sure that it doesn't impact things in your in your household negatively or in your relationship negatively. You know, if you're not always doing that and, and taking away from the other important people and things in your lives. You know, you got to create that balance. So one way of going and hanging out with the boys is selfish, you know. Another way of doing it is not. And you obviously, within yourself and your relationships, you have to figure that, that stuff out on your own. Everybody's different. Everybody's going to communicate differently, and you got to find a way to do that so that you can differentiate your time for self-care is not being selfish, In a negative way. Yes, I mean, there's a lot of people that will debate that. Oh, you know, going to the gym is selfish. You're taking time away from the family. Okay, if I don't, I'm going to become unhealthy, so I'm going to do it for this agreed upon time, and I'm going to, A, B, C, D, F, G, we're going to lay out the boundaries in, in the landscape of this so that it is not a negative selfishness. So... um. I'm gonna I'm gonna move on because you, you guys you know a lot of what I do is, is now now you guys look at at the things that you're doing you guys go if you think you're being selfish go out there and figure out ways to to figure your scenario out and how to make it not selfish you know so we're gonna move on this one I love Haw. Oh, and I should probably just st- stop here and do do another one here but okay anyway I've already I've already mentioned this one I love um, a sense of entitlement holy cow. That is one thing. Again, I'm 44 years old. We we 40 plus year olds, heck even some 30 plus year olds, mid 30s and up. This generation is so entitled. Yes. But there's also a lot of entitled that the there there are people my age and older that have this strong sense of entitlement. I did my time, I deserve things like that, you know. But when you when when you go through life believing that you are owed something, you will experience an endless sense of deficiency. You know, what did you do to deserve that? That you know life's, life's not easy. Life's not fair. We, we all got to work for things. you know. I can say there's some things that I did not deserve <laughs> in my life. you know what happened to me when I was a, I was a, I was a kid. You know, having 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 a, another boy touching me inappropriately—I didn't deserve that. You know, but that—that's not a sense of entitlement. That's that's a totally different scenario. Again, I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a psychologist or psychiatrist. You know, so I can say that there are things in my life that that I did not deserve, but everything I have, I worked for. Whether it was through actual like a job earning the money, exchanging the you know time for money, and then exchanging the money for the thing, you know, heck, even 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 some negative things, I earned that, you know. I've got a bad shoulder. I earned that bad shoulder. The well, I can't say chronic pain, but the continuous pain that that keeps coming and going, you know. I didn't take care of it. My actions earned this issue, you know. So it's a it's a different way, you know to look at things but it helped me out in this mindset of like not that I don't deserve anything positive but I am going to work to achieve and get those positive things. A lot of people tell me cuz you know I've, I've joked about it a few times, you know, I'm I'm single you know, and, and I'm not going to sit here and talk about the 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 possible potential of anybody in my life or anything like that. But I get told a lot: you deserve love. You deserve love. No, I I I need to work for love. I need to work for trust. And it doesn't it you know? And, and in relationships, obviously, has to be a two-way street. You know, I'm not going to sit there and and you know talk to some some woman of interest and, and be like, well, I'm going to show her all this love, and she she doesn't have to do anything. You know, well, no, I mean, uh, reciprocation. But that's relationship advice. That's a different thing. You know, but you know, as 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 lucky as and I, I'm I'm not a huge fan of the word lucky. You know, but as lucky as most of us are, you know, we, we have clean water. You know, we have a roof over our heads, food on the table. Some more than others, you know. Um, but to my knowledge, there is no natural law stating uh, a, a minimum standard of living. Any of us are entitled to. I don't work, I don't earn money, I don't earn money, I don't have money, I don't have money, I can't buy the necessities in life. Now, granted, there are going to be some people out there that, depending on the circumstances, might donate, might, you know, say, hey, happy birthday, Um, Merry Christmas, here's a hundred bucks, here's $200, or hey, I found this 20 on the street, you want it, (laughs) you know, but you know, even 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 with this podcast, like I do have, you know, a, a Patreon account that if people want to go for it. But nobody owes me anything to sit there and be like, oh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to his Patreon. I'm I'm gonna, you know, sign up for one of his memberships. No. I need to earn that. This is only my sixth episode. I've got it set up for, for if people want to go to that, but y'all don't owe me anything. I don't deserve People going to my Patreon, I don't deserve, you know, this thing blowing up after six episodes. I'm putting content out to try and earn y'all's respect, to try and build a community. If something out of this comes out of it financially, great. If not, I'm still here to do this stuff, you know, and continue to do it. But again, there's no law stating a minimum standard of living that anyone is entitled to. You, know, you may desire. To have more money, have a better, have better lifestyle, better living conditions, you know, something that's more lavish and, you know, expensive and, you know, the Lamborghinis or beautiful trips and vacations. Thing is, is you need to expect to work for those things, whether it's, you know, having, having a talent, you know, actors and actresses I mean, even that that's fun, but that's got to be some grueling work. You know, you got you got to work for the things that you want and need. You know, so these people get out there on social media, and yes, I'm on social media. They expect, oh, I did I did this dance, I did this trend, I wear this t shirt, I I'm pushing this product. Why are people not following me? Why are we, you got to work at that stuff? Some people blow up faster. I could say, oh, it's because he's a handsome dude with big biceps and, and you know, 12-pack. She's gorgeous, so of course, oh, he's half-naked, she's half-naked. Well, okay, but they're putting work in, so I can't fault them for for putting the work in and having having an, a, an appealing physique that attracts people to follow them and, and all this stuff. They've done work. Now, granted, on the flip side, there are people who they get out there and they they scream, like, with this entitlement attitude, and it's entertaining, and so people follow. But just because you're putting something out there doesn't mean people have to buy it. Doesn't mean people owe you anything. Heck, even when I lend money out to people, helping a friend out, I don't expect that. I mean, you know, I don't, I, the universe will take care of me eventually. I, I put it out there. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a Christ follower. I pray. Eventually, stuff will come back. It may not be at the same level. May might be less. It might be just what I need that day. But yeah, the sense of entitlement has has totally gotten out of control, in my opinion. And it needs to be corrected. So I looked at some things in me, and I I realized, whoo, for a while there, I was getting entitled. (laughs) You know, I've done this in my life. I've done that in my life. I wrote these books. I spent four months. I spent the past year and a half, two years pushing my books. And I'm still only, why? I'm doing all this. I deserve bigger book sales. No, I don't. No because I still haven't done enough to justify that, in my opinion. So I'm going to continue to work on that. And by that, I mean work on getting my books out there, work on getting this podcast out there and everything that I do, as well as working on being having less of a sense of entitlement. You know, you got to put the work in to get the reward. You can't just sit there, and expect the reward to fall in your lap. But I think I've rambled quite a bit on this one, and so I'm, I'm probably going to do an, another one because that was only like five topics. So I'm, I'm going to uh, go ahead and let you guys go at that point and definitely pick up on some other ones on another episode. So, um, But yeah, so it was, it was awesome for me to self-reflect on those areas and see where I was or had been and continue to work on not being or work on... Um, being less, whether it was selfish or entitled or cruel. I don't believe I've ever been cruel, but you know, Hey, it's, it's my view through my glasses. Um, lying. I used to lie a lot as a kid. So I work on not doing that anymore. I did the work on, you know, when, as I was growing up to stop lying and, and, you know, whatnot. So, you know, just kind of, Take, take everything I've said with a grain of salt. If you feel as though you've done stuff, look, look into ways to change that, whether you're doing it to yourself or you're doing it to others or you're doing it to both yourself and others. You know? But um, yeah, so I'll definitely be working on a, uh, a part two for this one because uh, we've got a lot of other things to work on. to talk about I should say and yes we always every day have something to work on ourselves to do better and be better every single day so thanks for tuning in hopefully I didn't put you guys to sleep and I hope that some of y'all come back and uh, listen to the rest of my podcasts as I make them but much love y'all have an amazing day and on that note that's a wrap thank you guys for what tuning in (laughs) you know if you enjoyed this and you want to continue to support the page, please click follow or subscribe or whatever the platform you're listening on says. Feel free to share this to other people that might find it entertaining or heck educational, I dare say. <laughs> but you know, if you also want to continue to find other ways to support me and the podcast, you can head on over to my beacons link. That's beacons.ai slash eddiebowers. I also have a Patreon page. If you go over to patreon.com, just type in chat with me, and that'll take you to the page. There are a few different membership programs there. Do not feel obligated. Of course, I'd appreciate it. But you can just follow it there as well and see some updates. I do things that are just to the public, as well as some special things for members there. Every little bit counts. Every little bit helps. But the biggest thing is just you guys listening and finding me on social media and interacting with me. So, again, I appreciate each and every one of you. Much love and have an amazing morning, afternoon, day, evening, whatever time it is that you are listening to this. I appreciate you. Have an amazing day. And remember, you're worth it.